Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN Condé Nast has named Chicago the best big city in the United States. That is uh, a record-breaking seven years in a row. 520,000 travelers cast their votes. And once again, Chicago is at the top. And I saw that that made, um, that got a retweet from our next guest, Alderman Gilbert Viegas, who represents the 36th. We've got a lot to be proud of here, but we've got a lot of work to do, don't we, Alderman? Uh, we sure do. How you doing, Lisa? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me. Tell me what happened on Monday night at the meeting. Uh, Monday night at... Uh, yeah, well, you you weren't there Monday night, right? So we've had several meetings about immigrants and asylum seekers. And, of course, this falls on your lap as well. So what are your constituents telling you? Well, my constituents are telling me that... So <laughs> you've got... You've got uh, Two two pools of two pools of people um, that have a, different opinions. Obviously, one of them is like one 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 group of folks is basically stating, "Look, we understand that this is not an issue that uh, that we sought." Uh, there's other players in place, specifically Governor Abbott, that are busting folks up here, and so we have to deal with it. The other group of folks are talking about, "Hey, what about the people that have been here here for for for?" And are committed to Chicago. What about veterans? What about homeless people? And my answer to to both groups is basically, we we can do both. We have to do both. The reality is, is that they're here, fifteen thousand people. Uh, I also represent Ukrainian Village, which has seen, uh, according to UIC uh, a UIC professor, we've seen twenty nine thousand Ukrainians come to Chicago over the last year and a half, and so that's been. You know they've assimilated into society, into society, into Ukrainian village and other suburbs around uh, the city of Chicago. So uh, I think they had a, a better, better network in place. And so we need to f- figuring out what that community did in order to allow them to assimilate into 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 the neighborhoods. Um, but the fact that you know we're getting hundreds and it's going to start ramping up even more um, uh, of people a day. Um, and I think the plan that we currently have right now, I'm not very supportive of. I think there's other things we need to take a look at, uh, but not not being, not having been briefed entirely on what the entire plan is uh, citywide. I, um, that's that's what puts us at a disadvantage because uh, we're having to deal with it at a at a micro level, at the ward level, uh, and then you have just people that are just seeing. Uh, social media where where there's migrants that are uh, you know sleeping in police stations, migrants that are that are uh, fighting right. one another and stuff there's like that. A, there's the a report today. It. There's a report today that our own Lauren Lapko was talking about, where you know there are migrants being housed at a place where sex offenders check in on a daily basis, and these are women and children. Something has yeah. to be done. They cannot be housed in police stations and at the airport. Do you think the welcome for Ukrainians has been different than the welcome 
for those from Venezuela? And is it because most people don't understand what's happening in that country where we have been on board and supporting Ukraine for the most part? Or is it a color difference? Uh, I, 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 I want to say that um, the Ukrainian war is something that that we can we can see. We, 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 we hear on a constant basis that Russia has invaded Ukraine. Ukraine is fighting for its solidarity. They're an ally, a democracy in that region, so obviously we're supporting them. Whereas we hear less about the politics that are occurring in Venezuela, which is triggering um, the, the, the asylum seekers to come um, to, to America and just quite frankly out of, out of Venezuela to anywhere besides where they're currently at. So I, I, I want to say that the Ukrainian issue has been, um, has been advertised more, televised more, People understand that there's a war versus what's occurring in Venezuela, where you have a dictator there, and the policies that are being implemented there are just totally different. So there's not a war occurring uh, per se, but but uh, just policies there that are impacting folks that are fleeing uh, to seek asylum in the United States of America. Gilbert Viegas, Alderman of the 36th Ward, is with us. You said you have a plan, and you don't necessarily agree with some of the plans that have been put forth. What is your plan? Well, my plan the plan that I have for, for my ward, uh, because again, that's, that's all the, in, that's all the Intel that I have. I, I, I don't have the, I don't have staff that's scouting out the entire city. Um, but I think, I think that there are, there are, there are assets that, uh, the city has, the County has, the state have that we need to, that we need to take a look at. Listen, we have a armory that's on North Avenue in Kedzie, just, just outside my ward. It's, it's an armory. It's a huge armory could probably house you know, three or 400 people right then and there. Uh, unfortunately, the state National Guard has not been willing to uh, provide that facility to us. So if you look around the city, there's, there's uh, at least three or four um, National Guard, huge National Guard posts that could be utilized in the near term, or at least partial, partially utilized in order to help with the overflow, especially the police stations. Um, also, there's there are... Um, uh, buildings that are in 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 the ward that we need to figure out how to rent these, but what type of incentive can we get to the renter, uh, the building owner? Uh, because obviously we don't want to engage and in, enter into a long-term lease of multiple years, which they are typically traditionally used to. But what type of incentive could we provide in order to rent in the in the short term, maybe a year or two? So maybe taking a look at it, some type of tax incentive. To say, listen, if you rent it for us for a couple of years, we reduce your taxes by X uh, in order to make it more enticing, so that way they're not losing money over the long term. You know, having a long term tenant mm-hmm. versus a short term tenant. Uh, so those, those are some of the things that that I'm looking at from uh, you know as the chairman of Economic Capital Technology uh, Tax Incentives come through my committee. So I'm figuring out how to leverage these incentives to make it a win win uh, for everyone. Again, this is a situation that um, we did not. Seek. This is something that the governor of Texas uh, obviously is playing politics and utilizing humans as pawns uh, to send a message. Um, and listen, at the end of the day, Congress has had decades to fix the immigration system, and they have not chosen to to fix it. And so here we are. We find ourselves in this position, not not only not not dealing with the 11 plus million people that are already here, but now we have new um, new arrivals that are coming. Uh, on a daily basis to primarily uh, Democratic-run cities. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time today. Of course. Thank you, Lisa.
Alderman Gilbert Viegas of the 36th Ward. Steve has your news next on 720 and the latest on what's happening with Kevin McCarthy on WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.